Welcome to live. We're glad you guys are here. This is your first time, and we are super excited that uh, you chose or you got tricked to come here tonight. And so thank you for being here. Uh, my name is Michael, and uh, I'm seriously pumped about what God has to say tonight as we start a series called Genesis. Um, I would encourage you to start taking notes for this series. Uh, we're we're going to learn a lot of really cool stuff. I've been super excited just studying this uh, as I get prepared to teach it to you guys for the next few weeks. Um, tonight, we're just going to focus on one verse, and that's the very first verse, and that's Genesis 1-1. This is one of the most famous verses in the Bible, uh, right up there with John 3.16. Most people know this verse, and, uh, and, and, it's, and it's powerful. And instead of just memorizing it tonight, I kind of want to break it down. I want us to, to really know what God did in the very, very beginning of us. And then next week is one of my favorite things to talk about, which is Adam and Eve. And so um, get ready because I'm not going to be playing around next week. We're going to talk about some relationships that God believes in versus what the culture believes in. And uh, I, I'm really excited about it. Most people laugh at the Adam and Steve thing, but no one laughed. And that tells me a lot about our culture. And I'm super excited um, to start with God's plan. Because God has an order in everything that he does. And if you don't hear anything else in this series of Genesis, you need to understand that God has a plan and that God has things in a perfect rhythm and in a perfect order and that his story is so awesome and we mess it up all the time. And that's why we have Jesus though. And so Genesis 1.1 says this, in the beginning... God created the heavens and the earth. And what's so interesting about this awesome verse in Genesis, the word Genesis actually means the beginning. That's the first book in the Bible. It's the start of everything. Like you don't have to look at your table contents for this one. And by the way, I have to do that. Okay, it's okay. Don't ever feel ashamed like, hey, where's Genesis? It's right there. Sometimes I forget. It's all right. You got to do that. But Genesis means the beginning. But the truth is, this actually isn't the beginning. It's not the beginning. The truth is that God has been around before the beginning started, which we're like, what? Like, that is so hard for us to understand. We can't understand eternity. We think sometimes eternity is only what happens whenever we die. You're going to either spend eternity, which is forever, which we can't even comprehend. You're either going to spend eternity in hell, which is very real, or you're going to spend eternity in heaven, which is very real. And it's our choice. But the other part of eternity is eternity in the beginning, before the beginning. I, I can't even talk about before the beginning without talking about time. Because everything we do is based on time. Everything. Hey, what time are you getting up? What time will Michael stop talking? What time is, some of you are like, what time is this thing over? What time does Cain's close? When, when is your birthday? When were you born? Uh, when are you going to text me? When's kickoff? What time is supposed to be at practice? When's my appointment? What time's the meeting? 
everything in life is based upon time. And so it's hard for us to understand anything besides time. And time starts right here in Genesis 1-1 when we see in the beginning. In the beginning. So God said, in the beginning, here we go. I'm going to start everything off in the very, very, so, so understand this. God's been around forever. He didn't just all of a sudden show up. He's been around forever. It says in the beginning, and then it says God. In the beginning, God. Now the Old Testament, which is where the book of Genesis is written, is in the Old Testament. Everything was originally written in a language called Hebrew. So what this says in the original language is this. It says, in the beginning, Elohim. You're like, what? Everybody say Elohim. Elohim. No, like Elohim. Elohim. Very good. I don't even know if that's how they talk, but for some reason, that's where I went. In the beginning, Elohim. Here's what's so cool about that word. What's so cool about it is that word, E-L, anytime you see the word E-L in the Bible, you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what you're saying. The word E-L has so much meaning. So much power comes in those two letters. And the word Elo, and then at the end of it, it says I am, Elohim. Anytime there's an I am on the end of a word in Hebrew, that means it's plural. Or it could be singular. Now you're like, what? what is happening? What happened to Michael? Where's the funny stories? You need to catch this. You, you, you need to understand this. Don't zone me out. This could radically change your walk with the Lord. In the beginning, Elohim. That word is a huge and powerful, the most powerful word that you can put for somebody in the Bible, the ultimate. God even calls Moses later on Elohim. Moses is the one that wrote Genesis through the Holy Spirit speaking to Moses on what to write. In the beginning, Elohim. The word Elohim is plural, meaning more than one. For those of you who have failed English a few times, I'm with you. Elohim is plural, meaning this. It means this. Most high, everlasting, and almighty. Now, why is that significant? Here's why it's significant. If you look at John 1, 1 in the Bible, now you fast forward to the New Testament, John. John did not hang out with Moses. They weren't boys. They were a few hundred years apart. John writes in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word. The word was God and the word was with God. Showing this, three, again, what John is saying, let's break that down. In the beginning was the Word. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Saying this, Jesus was there in the beginning. Elohim, plural, meaning three, showing this. You have to catch this. Do not let this go over your head. Stop playing dumb. I've done it my whole entire life. You can catch this. 
God created you, and you're really a lot smarter than you give yourself. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. As a Christian, that's what we believe. And what we see right here in the first four words of the Bible is that the Trinity was there in the beginning. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, Elohim. In the beginning, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And then you fast forward. Don't look at it now and you'll probably forget. Verse 26, God says, and let us. It says, let us make mankind in our image. Now, he didn't lose his mind and like, I'm just talking crazy up here. Let us. He's not just like losing his mind and speaking to himself. He is actually giving credit to the Trinity. He's saying, hey, let us in our image. And so I, this also, this verse right here, when people come to your door or people meet you at places and they want to talk to you about how your religion, about how Jesus is wrong and you're worshiping a God that's not real and Christianity is nothing, here's the best way to talk to them is can you explain the Trinity to me because in the beginning, God, three, and then John one, one, because they can't, they can't debate that. You have to understand that. And it may be, your, your mind's like, I don't even get it. And here's how you get it. You start praying more about it. You start studying the Bible more than you play Fortnite. You start seriously digging into the word for at least five minutes a day. If some of you took your time, just five minutes a day, adults, students, myself, just five more minutes a day, your life will be massively changed. Just five minutes. In the beginning, Elohim. And here's what you need to understand, that everything is from God, period. In the beginning, God created. In the beginning, God created. What did he create? Everything. From what? Nothing. How? He's God. You can't explain it. It'd be like this. Let's say I'm up here and, I, and, and over here on this podium, wooden thing. There's nothing here. And all of a sudden, I made an elephant up here. That would be awesome, right? I mean, that, that would be incredible. I mean, you'd be like, what? Y'all hopefully put that on Instagram and, 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 and it'd be, it, it would be awesome. Next week, this place would be full. I mean, just, hey, Michael, make another elephant. No, next week, I'm giving everybody a million dollars. This place would be packed. Ha <laughs> ha, gotcha, I can't know. But what if I could? What if, what if, you, what, what if you can't even be like, hey, Michael, I, I, my car broke down. Boom, car. What kind of car? Red something. Boom! Transformer car. Done. Whatever you want. You come to me like, hey, I want a popsicle. Cool. Smack! Popsicle. Y'all be like, that is phenomenal. How did you do that? Uh, it's what I do. I make something out of nothing. And if I could do that, I'd be really rich. I'm just telling you right now. I'm, I'm, I ain't playing. I'd be traveling all around the world. Now, matter of fact, I make people come to me, okay? You come to me, I'll show you, and if you want something, I'll give it to you. Just ask, and I'll give it to you, anything. Whatever your heart's desire is, I'll make it happen from nothing. I'd be so rich. 
And that is our God, the creator. That is what he does. That's what he did. He, take, he took nothing and made us. He took nothing and made everything. Well, my, Michael, what about, what about science? It's a great question. And I would love to talk to you about it. As long as you pay for my meal, we will go have a great meal and we'll talk about science and we'll talk about evolution and we'll talk about that versus creation. But here's the deal with science. There is no science in creation. There can't be. Why? Well, in science, it has to be observed. Nobody was there. It has to be verified, and it has to be repeated. You can't do any of those. Well, um, uh, well, oh, and it has to be natural. Um, you can't do natural when God does supernatural. You can't. It's impossible. Normally, people would that be a really cool moment right there because that's true. You can't do natural when God's doing suit. You can't explain it. You can't. Well, I thought we came from monkeys. You know, that's, 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 that's what I, that's what I heard in, in, in school. Animals do change. So do humans. I'm still trying to change back to my original figure when I was 23. It's taking a lot of work. But I keep changing, getting a little bigger. And I'm fighting it all the time. Animals change, humans change, plants change. That has nothing to do with creation. It had to start somewhere. Something put it into motion. Well, um, I, well here's what I'm going to do, Mr. Evolutionist person that disagrees with me. I'm going to go back to when Jesus fed the 5,000. I'm going to interview all of them. I want to see how he did it. Uh, here's what they're going to say. I'm going to go. I'm going to interview Lazarus. He rose from the dead. Jesus made him come out. He's like, get out. You smell like junk. Come on out. Lazarus, seriously, what happened? Uh, I, have, I have no explanation. I was dead and now I'm here. I, I don't know. I was feeding the 5,000. I was sitting here eating, and all of a sudden, I had my own Lunchable, and I was, was 5,000 Lunchables, like 20,000, actually, because my mom had one. She had the pizza one, though. It was crazy. She wouldn't share her, so her <laughs> nasty cheese with me. But I don't know. It's crazy. So there wasn't like a little thing. No, it just, it like just rained Lunchables all over us. He fed 5,000 people. It's crazy. Here's the deal. If you don't believe in this, if you don't believe in this, and I, I, I don't say this to be rude, I just say it to be honest, because you're not going to come here and get someone who, I, I never, you will never get a feel-good message whenever you come to this church. You're never going to come here and be like, you know what, that felt, mm, that was good. I feel so good. No, because the Bible's not that way, by the way. 
The Bible is in your face. The Bible is, is very clear in what it says, but sometimes people, pastors, don't want to talk about that stuff, and I'm going to, even though it makes a lot of people upset, and you email and all these things, and I apologize, then don't read the Bible. Here's the fact. If you don't believe in, in the beginning, God created, if you don't believe that, but you believe everything else, I would say you don't believe. Period. In the beginning, God created. If you don't believe that, Christians, then I would say you don't believe. Because everything else is from this. Everything. And the, believe it or not, I've had conversations with Christians that say, well, I don't really believe that part. But I believe everything else. What? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Talking about the heavens. Talking about the space that we don't understand. In the beginning, God starts naming the stars. We're still trying to do that at times. He already named them, by the way. And in the beginning, when he created the heavens, he decided to create earth. Earth. That's where we are. On earth. Earth. We're, we're, we're. He decided to put a rock in space and spin it and put a sun here at the perfect distance, and if we got a little closer, we'd all die of heat exhaustion. I think sometimes Houston's there. If it gets a little further, we're going to freeze to death. But he put it perfect, perfect, in the great spot. He called it Earth, spins it, puts some animals on it, some plants, some fish, dinosaurs. He put two humans on there. And then he put his son on there. He put his son on a place called earth. His son's name is Jesus. In the beginning was the word. That word's name is Jesus. In the beginning was the word. And the word, Jesus, the word was God. In the beginning was the word, Jesus. The word was God. And the word, Jesus, was with God. In the beginning. In the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. We are created by a creator, and we're going to talk about this more next week. Why did he create us? He wasn't bored, okay? He's not like, man, this is a boring place over here, just wherever up here. I don't even know where, he, I have no idea. I kind of picture him just kind of, like, I don't even know. We can't imagine, we don't know. Hopefully there'll be a slideshow when we get to heaven and be like, oh, I was way off. He was on a kayak in the river. <laughs> didn't even think of that one. It's not about us. It doesn't say in the beginning God was really, really seriously bored, so he decided to create people to mess everything up. He wasn't bored. He doesn't need us. It's not about us. Sometimes Christians, we can make it about us. Well, you know what? God needs me. I need to do it. If he's not without me, he ain't got nothing wrong. He can turn into salt in any second he wants to. Read the Bible. He does that to people. Why? Because the lady turned around salt. What? That's my wife. He doesn't need us. The truth is, here's why he created us. Understand this, students. He created us to give him glory. What? Okay, let me, let me bring it down to Michael HV, Michael Hedberg. He created us so that when we worship him and we live our lives for him, 
it pleases him. That's why he created us. It's for himself. Well, that's a selfish God. You're exactly right. Because he's God. And the author of any book written is also the authority of that book. And he could put whatever he wants or she could put whatever they want in that book. And they can do whatever they want. And God is the author of our lives. He decided to put us here. He, he chose to put us. Like, what? Why me? You chose me? He chose you? He chose us? He chose to put us here? He created all this stuff and then he said, you know what? Michael had weird last name, but I'm going to go with it. And he's going to go and he's going to live this life and hopefully he doesn't screw it up too bad. He's tried a few times. He decided to create us into his story. The story has been going on from forever. We can't even say that. But he decided to put us into that story. He's the author of our lives. He did all these awesome things. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And on that earth, he put us. So sometimes you're like, man, I, I don't know why I'm on this earth. I don't, and everybody's asked that question. Well, I have. I don't know if you have. But we've had those thoughts. Like, seriously, why am I here? What is the point of my life? I talked to a young man this, this week who he said that very thing. I don't know why I'm here. I have no value. Well, here's the answer to that value that you're looking for. You are so valuable. You are so valuable. Whenever that one person tells you that you're this or that other person says this about you or, or, or you think this or the enemy comes in and says this or all these things happen, understand this. It doesn't matter what they say because God decided to create you and you are beautiful and you are perfect and you are amazing and you are without flaw and you are his and you are in his story. You're there. He wrote you in. And he's the authority over everything. And so how, how can you be used by God? How, what can you, what's your part in the story that God has written? What is your part? Some of you are doing it. Some of you right now are doing what God has called you to do at this time in your life. For some of you, just curious, raise your hand. You're a part of an FCA at your school. Like, like, like you help lead that thing. You help lead that. Then raise your hand. Raise your hand. You have, you're, you're leading that thing. Hey, hey, hey. You're in the story, y'all. You're doing it. You're doing it. Some of y'all, some of y'all, you're like, I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't even, I can't even read. I don't know what's going on. Can I, can I, what's going on? Some of you, I have heard the story that you're a part of and, and what you're doing in the story is, man, you just pray like crazy. But you don't want anybody to know it. Like you'll be at your lunch table, you've told me, and you're praying for those people around you. When you're walking, you're just praying for those people in your school. Your family doesn't even know Christ and you're praying for them constantly. That's a big part of the story. Don't take that for granted. You may not be on a stage, you may not be over here singing, you may not be leading the FCA, but I just want you to know that's a big part of the story. Or maybe, maybe, maybe you, you're working somewhere 
And even though that place may not be a Christian place, and maybe that place doesn't serve a Christian chicken, or maybe that place isn't, isn't known for Jesus, but you know what? You're the light in that dark place. And that's how God is using you in his story. Or maybe you just keep bringing people to this place called live. You just keep bringing people and they keep accepting Christ. And like you're, you're, you're praying that I can make a, a, a van like for you so you can bring more people. Maybe that's your story. There's so many different ways that God created you for a reason. And there's so many different ways that he can use you in his story. And I just want to say thank you. There's so many of you that are doing that. And though it may not be, like I said a second ago, it may not be up in front. It meant a lot of people may not know it. That's okay. It's okay. Working behind the scenes. And you're giving him the glory. Or maybe you're sitting here and you're like, man, this, this, this guy, what? Elohim? Are you kidding me? Created? Evolution? Maybe you're not a part of the story yet. But tonight, your story is in the beginning. Tonight. Tonight, the time has started for you. Because before now, you were just kind of out there. But now you can, you came in here, you're sitting here, your friend brought you, you fell asleep for a second and you just woke up. And now God is saying, hey, welcome to my story. And here's what that means. So God sent his son to earth. He chose to send his son to earth. And he lived on earth for 33 years. And then he died on a cross. And he died on that cross, perfect, blameless, spotless. And then three days later, after he died, they put him in a tomb. And then three days later, they go to this tomb and the dude folded his clothes. He was gone. He folded his clothes. This guy, the son of God, the son of God, he, he had good parents. He learned manners. He died on a cross. He went to a tomb. They sealed it up so nobody could get in there. And then three days later, these fools went in there like, he's gone. Where is he? And he folded his clothes. The sheets are folded. He Febreze them too. It smells great in here. I added that. That may not be true. But he was gone. He was gone. And then what happened after that? So he died on a cross, goes to a tomb. He's gone. 500 accounts, people saw him. They saw this. They're like, well, I just saw you die on a cross. Now your wife. Uh, it's a ghost. He's like, no, shalom. I come in peace. And he says, he says, look, 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 look. Look at the holes in my wrist. Look at the hole in my side. They're like, you are, what? He did it? He's like, shh, shh, keep it down. 500 people saw this Jesus walking around alive. And then he ascended into heaven. And this God is alive right now. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was God, the Word was with God, and the Word is still alive today. And He gives us life in a dark world. And tonight, you
You want to have your life forever changed? You want to walk in freedom? You want to walk in light in a dark world? You want to change your family? You want to change your life? You want to change your eternity? Then you need to say yes to Jesus Christ tonight. And in the beginning for you is now. And it's simply just saying a little prayer. And then it's learning to walk more with him. And it's starting a relationship with him. And I want to give you all that opportunity tonight with no one looking around.